thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. Hello everyone, I trust that you'll enjoy this week's special broadcast with Brother Scott Caudle. Brother Caudle will be preaching our Mission Revival starting this Saturday night, March the 5th at 6 p.m. and then Sunday morning and Sunday night, 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. and then Monday and Tuesday night at 7 p.m. You're welcome. We'd love to have you join us March 5th through the 8th here at Northwood Baptist Church for Missions Revival with Brother Scott Cole. And right now, we're going to hear from Brother Caudle. Thank you, fellas, for that wonderful song. Take your Bible, if you would, please, and turn with me to the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter number 2. 1 Thessalonians, chapter number 2. And with the help of the Lord, we're going to begin reading in verse number 1 of that chapter. I want you to know what a blessing it is for me and my wife to be here today. This is a special trip for us. We're actually on our second day of deputation, and we're thrilled about that. We are officially, Brother Paulie, at zero, well, actually not zero percent, maybe about 1% of our needed support. And uh, we're trusting uh, that the Lord's going to do great, great things in the days to come. I'll tell you what, when you live by faith, it's a life of adventure. And what better way to serve God? You know, the Bible teaches us in the book of Hebrews that without faith, it is what? It is impossible to please the Lord. And so it's by faith that we're here today. And by the way, anything you do in the work of the Lord, if your life counts for Christ on this earth, it'll be as a result of you living and walking and talking by faith. And therefore, it's so good for me and my wife, Cassandra, to be here today. We're excited about you. We're excited about your ministry, what God has called you to do. Uh, it's exciting what the Lord's been doing in our lives lately. I've been the blessed, I've been, had the blessing of being a pastor for the last 21 years and seven months. But uh, this past Sunday night was my last Sunday at the Canaan Baptist Church of Covington, Georgia. And uh, I am on deputation right now to raise my support to become the general director of Macedonia World Baptist Missions of Brazelton, Georgia. And we're excited about planting churches all over the world. Everywhere I go, preachers ask me this question. What's God put in your heart? What do you want to do? Why would you leave the pastorate after 22 years? Why would you leave a steady income, salary, benefits, insurance? Why did I do that? Amen. But they asked me, why do you do that? And this is what I tell them. God has put in my heart to plant churches all over this world. I want to take Temple Baptist Church and your home church and put it in China. I want to put it in Korea. I believe the answer to the world's problems is Jesus Christ. And the only way they're going to know is through and by the efforts of the local church. And therefore, it's a real blessing for me to do what God has called upon my heart to do. And I want to share a portion of scripture with you that God used to confirm in my heart what he wanted me to do as far as reaching the world was concerned. 
tell you what let's do. Let's read the, context, read the text and then we'll consider the context of its writing throughout the course of the message today. If you're able, would you please stand in honor and in reverence to the reading of the Word of God. I so appreciate Dr. Clarence Sexton, this great ministry here. I appreciate Brother Scott Pauley and all of the staff here. They've been so kind to me and my precious wife and we will not forget that. Thank you so much, Brother Pauley. Thank you for the opportunity to be here today. First Thessalonians chapter two and verse number one. The Bible says, for yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you that it was not in vain. But even after that we had suffered before and were shamefully entreated, as ye know at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor in guile. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. I want to call your attention, if I may, once again to verse number four of the text that I've just read within your hearing, as this single verse of scripture will be used as the key text of the message that the Lord has laid on my heart for this morning's chapel service. The apostle Paul, as he was inspired of the Holy Ghost of God to do so, writes, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. With the help of the Lord this morning, I'm gonna preach on this simple thought, trusted with the gospel. Father, use the message this morning to challenge our hearts that we may be more like thee. Thank you for the great freedom, the liberty that I sense as I stand this morning to preach your word. Use the message to do a great work in the hearts and lives of the hearer as well as my own. Cleanse me of sin and self and fill me now with the precious Holy Spirit of God. For only then will I be the preacher you've called me to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. As the Apostle Paul was inspired of the Holy Spirit to pen this particular epistle to the Thessalonians, it's very apparent that he had a desire to instruct the Thessalonians in the fundamentals of the faith. The fundamentals of the faith, which by the way, would of course include the doctrine or the truth concerning the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, when you consider the epistle as a whole, you'll discover that there are only five chapters that make it up, and some way, in each and every one of those five chapters, the apostle Paul addressed the doctrine of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Thessalonians chapter one, Paul spoke of the return of Christ and salvation. In chapter three, he spoke of the return of Christ and stability. In chapter four, he spoke of the return of Christ and separation. In 1 Thessalonians chapter number five, Paul spoke of the return of Christ and sanctification. But here in the chapter that the Lord has directed our hearts to this morning, here in 1 Thessalonians chapter two, Paul is careful to speak of the return of Christ and service. And I say that this morning because Paul makes it abundantly clear here in the chapter before us this morning that the model servant of Christ is the servant of Christ who labors in light of the imminent return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul makes that truth very clear here in the text before us 
as he speaks of the fact that he himself had been entrusted with the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Paul wrote again, according to verse number four, our key text this morning. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. I'm preaching this morning on the thought, trusted with the gospel. I simply could not get away from verse number four of First Thessalonians chapter two while seeking the Lord's will for the message this morning. And I believe there's a reason for that. Because you see, the Bible teaches us that just as Paul had been entrusted with the gospel then, now, today, both you and I who have been saved by the grace of God have been instructed by our Lord Jesus to take that same gospel to a lost and a dying world. And of course, when I speak of the gospel, I'm speaking of the truth concerning the death, the burial, and the glorious resurrection of our Savior. Do you remember what Paul said in the first portion of 1 Corinthians chapter 15? Paul said, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you what? The gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also you are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible is very clear. The gospel that the Apostle Paul had been entrusted with was simply the truth or the good news concerning the death, the burial, and the glorious resurrection of our Savior. And when you study about the life and the labors of the Apostle Paul while he was here on this earth, you'll get, you won't get too far within the course of your study before you'll discover that everywhere Paul went, his message never changed. Everywhere that Paul preached, his message never varied. He preached the gospel. He believed the gospel. His message was the gospel that God had entrusted him with. Do you remember the one who God inspired to pen the book of Romans? It was the apostle Paul. And do you remember what Paul said about the gospel in Romans chapter number one and verse number 16? He said, for I am not ashamed of what? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it, what? The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. On yet another occasion, Paul was writing to young Timothy. Paul reminded Timothy that the gospel had been committed to his trust. He said, Timothy, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for menslayers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. And therefore, I want you to know this morning, ladies and gentlemen, that the apostle Paul recognized what I believe God would have you and I to recognize this morning. And that's the fact that God has entrusted us with a very precious, a very powerful thing. Just as Paul had been entrusted with the gospel then, 
Today, in the year of 2014, God has entrusted us with that same gospel. And may I say that the Bible is very clear. The Bible is very clear not only what the gospel is, but the Bible is also very clear as to what you and I should be doing with the gospel. Because Jesus said in Mark chapter 16 and verse number 15, at the latter portion of the verse, go ye into all of the world and preach what? The gospel, the gospel to every creature. There's something that I trust the Holy Ghost of God would get beyond your intellect to the point that it finds a lodging place in your heart. And that is this fact, where there is a creature, God intended for there to be a preacher. God's will is for all men to hear the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that gospel has been committed now to our trust. And every time I think about that, it tends to make me want to get busy doing with the gospel what God has commanded us to do with the gospel. It sort of makes me feel like the apostle Paul must have felt when the Holy Spirit inspired him to pen 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 16 when he said, woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. Hear me this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus said in John chapter number four in verse 35, lift up your eyes and look on the fields for they are white already to harvest. Whether or not a lost and dying world ever experiences salvation. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.